You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Liu. Hey, hey. And Eric Knudsen. Hey, guys. And Chris Harv Greer couldn't be with us tonight. He's having some uh, eating problems out where he lives. So I uh, hope you can get that dealt with. Best of luck, Harv. I know it can suck to not have a good temperature where you're trying to rest and relax. So I hope you can get that all squared away. Uh, today is March 28th, and this is WoW Talk, episode number 208. And basically, I would say we're mostly in a holding pattern here. Uh, but the, the race to world first just finished up. Congrats to, uh, I believe it was, uh, was it Echo that won? I think it was Echo that won. Yeah, it was yeah. Echo. Yeah, so congrats to them on winning. Uh, I know there was some, some uh, I guess, some, some controversy about the fact that Limit basically, not uh, was it Limit Liquid, I think was the name of the, or just Liquid, uh, Team Liquid. They just sort of, not that they gave up, but they realized like they weren't going to make it after they had put in all the time and effort, and they kind of just stopped. Um, so I know there was a little bit of controversy around there, but, um, you know, the the these raid tiers are hard and challenging, and so, you know, congrats to Echo for uh, being able to pull out the world first there. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, we're waiting through the, the storyline that's coming out, uh, you know, to see how that all ends. I think tomorrow, so by the time you guys hear this, it'll be out, will be the epilogue. Uh, so that will be done. Uh, so we'll know the complete story of Shadowlands, at least as far as that goes. Uh, the Sylvanas book is coming out any day now. I think I got my notification that it's shipping imminently. Uh, so fingers crossed. I know the uh, supply chain issues have affected the book world and publishing world immensely. So, you know, I'll believe I'll have that book in my hands once it's in my hands. Um, but other than that, we're pretty much waiting for April 19th uh, to see what's coming next. I mean, everything, you know, we're, we're we, we've, we've got what we've got for Shadowlands. I don't think anybody's quite done with Zareth Mortis yet. I think people are still enjoying that content for the most part. We haven't hit the point where we're, you know, clawing our eyes out for something new. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, everybody's looking at the 19th like, I can't get here soon enough. So hmm. we'll, uh, we'll see how that all goes. But all of that said, Ray, how have you been doing? How has order of corrupted souls been doing? How has the, uh, raid been doing? Um, doing pretty good. Uh, we went through, uh, when the new quest chains and stuff got released, there was just some fun things like when you had to get in the robot, uh, we couldn't strafe in there and I almost fell off cause, I like jumped up. I'm like, oh shoot! And I like try to move over, and I wouldn't move. I'm like, so I was like literally on the teetering edge of almost falling off. And I think I was in chat, and I was just like, what the hell? I can't move. And they were like, oh, are you the more you get in the robot? I'm like, yes. What the crap? <laughs> like, it should just be a typical thing where I can move around. I mean, it's a robot for God's sake. I should be able to move any way I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think later on going through the quest chain, and then like I thought it was funny because uh, use Pokepok as a weapon. And it was just funny because yes. it was like the Simba moment where you just like you're holding him up and he's just like blasting things. <laughs> that was that was pretty fun. Not not that I've seen it, but there's a commercial for the boys where they have laser babies, and uh, like, like Carl Urban's running around holding a baby like at arm's length and it's shooting lasers out of its eyes, and so it felt very much like that. Oh jeez, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much like you said. Um, so we're doing that, and then things that I've learned. That uh, doing M plus, I got a cloak drop, which was lower than my legendary piece, but you cannot trade it with people because legendary don't go alongside with regular pieces, and it goes the same with tier pieces as well. So if you have a tier piece, um, that you might not be using or you don't need, but you try to trade it, if you yourself have not gotten one, you cannot trade that piece. So you have to have it first before oh. giving it away. So yeah, I that that makes a little bit of sense i think 
Yeah. So I don't know. I was just like really frustrated because someone's like, I could use that cloak. I'm like, well, I'm not going to replace my cloak. And then like, I go to trades like you can't do this. I'm like, oh, OK. So anybody who didn't know that now, you know, hurt. I hurt my friend's feelings. That was I didn't mean to. <laughs> um, And as for raid, it's been going pretty well. Um, I was finally able to talk and get the authenticator put on. So now I am in charge of actually like being able to type up to look for people again which is nice because i like want to look for certain people and like when i give other people like responsibility to do that i think they don't like to or we had the issue of like you know one person will give everybody assist and that's not helpful when like you don't want the pug tank to be in charge of all the things or you know ready ready checking like five seconds after we get back to the boss <laughs> so um my big thing is just always putting down like you know in the header just like discord please just because i feel like if people don't want to join discord they won't sign up and that's a really helpful deterrent because you know if you don't i don't care if you don't want to talk but like it's really difficult especially on progression or just like still getting used to all the the new like well pugs you know and whatnot and playing around that like i don't have time to be you know typing healing and chatting i'd rather just say the things that need to get done instead of like trying to type it and then i die or someone dies because i had to stop and type like hey can you please hit your button or you know when we like when they're calling out for like you know time warp and then like nobody does anything they're like hero lust primal rage you call it any button that they'll recognize that's their button because someone's typing it and like not reading it so you're like please someone hit the button anybody i don't care so yeah um so that's been really nice to be able to do that and you know so we've been getting a pretty lucky these uh past couple weeks with people that we've been getting um during raids so we ended up getting actually someone who i guess he streams himself so um and he came in and some of the guildies were just kind of like well i think it was just well, at least one of them was like kick him i don't like him because he came in he was kind of being really goofy about his entrance and just like oh i haven't played wow in a while and you know but i told my streamer you know my uh like, people watching my stream like if i can get 70 subs you know i'll come back to wow so here I am, you know, so he came back to WoW and stuff, and it turned out that uh, Joanna actually watched this guy stream before, or whatever, and she happened to see that he was in our uh, voice chat for Raid Night, and then she, like, um, she messaged Jer, and then, you know, so she was watching uh, his stream of us playing that night, so it was pretty hilarious just, like, having that go on, but he was, it turned out being, uh, for someone who hadn't played in a while, he still did fine, which goes to show again. As long as you have the raid awareness and listen and follow the things of like don't just stand there and pay attention it went over pretty well so that was good for the night and uh, i'm trying to think and we had returning pugs as well so we had uh people coming back to play again and um this weekend one of them messaged as well just saying that like him and his friend were looking to like find see w what to do and what we do um as for in terms of playing because he he and his real life friend have been in the same guild for a while at least for this current one for the last three years but like they all like you know stop playing or the normal things of like not enough people and all that stuff so they're just trying to find a place to, to play so you know just keeping in touch with that to see if he wants to come that's totally fine because we prefer stability and just consistency of people showing up to play rather than just kind of the you know I'm, it's great to find and meet new people but sometimes when it comes to like progression consistency like you know that chance of someone just being upset that like oh you don't do it the way my guild does it. It's like, well, you're not there. You're here. So let's not do this. Because then, you know, then you got to wait in the queue, you know, to find people or whatever, keep it open, which, you know, I've learned that there are people who, uh, you know, they, they leave the queue open just as wait list. So you can like immediately grab someone if someone else leaves, you know, instead of like having to wait, you know, during trash or just like pull or whatever. And everybody's sitting there like after eating food or whatever. And then you kind of lose your time of being able to play in people's attention span because they just want to do the raid. So, you know, we're hoping for to have that, you know, people returning to come play like that. So it's been really great because, you know, they've been doing well and whatnot. Um, I did my personal encounter with a one week we had another holy priest playing and he, I don't know, again, it's always with people having the problem with which legendary I chose for myself, how I want to play <laughs> the manner that I know how to play. And, um, I think everybody wants to get the necklace piece, the, which is the one I don't do, because I just don't. It's a, my playstyle is not your playstyle, and I don't also tell you what car to drive or how to live your life. You know, <laughs> like I'm still alive, and it's not because I, you know, eat the things that you eat and stuff like that. But um, you know, and I went to go inspect, and 
it was you know for me it's difficult to, to not be like well you don't have any gems or enchants or anything so come back and t- to me after you figure your shit out question mark so anyways that <laughs> i don't know it's just always that thing where i'm just kind of like you know we're doing fine no one's dying because it's not the throughput it's not the healing that's the issue it's normally just mechanics that people are dying to you know so i don't know i don't know how you guys always feel about stuff like that or just anybody who uh you know just playing in general just feeling like you're the problem but if you're not the problem then you know don't sit here and act like i'm the problem things (laughs) how is the uh the tank situation playing out um so our uh, aaron he is he has swapped so his when he first came on to play with us he was on his paladin next where he came out he came on his priest and now he's swapped to a druid so he's our tank and then so we're basically finding trying to find a home for another tank because our one guy who said he would tank realizes that his job uh with activision is a lot more demanding that he can't plus he just had a kid like several months well well, it's probably been almost six to eight months now at this point i think but like you know just having to deal with the work things and they're trying to he said you know they're trying to find more people so he's been late because he has to do interviews and all this other stuff so he literally just cannot you know in good faith feel comfortable with trying to come late and then making everybody wait you know for him to come tank because you know it's the whole thing it's just kind of like you want to come and raid and stuff like that and at that point you know it's always better just to be dps if you you know no offense but if you're not going to be reliable to come not because you don't want to come but like life happens it's better just to take the role of something that isn't so important that like it messes with like the flow you know what i mean like for me like you know he had uh said he's like oh i have a couple people who want to come you know and be maybe be interested in coming raiding like what are you looking for i'm like well you know if they're like everybody else and they can't be consistent just be tps do not take a healer role i was like i and he laughed at me because i was like i i do like having commitment and i know it's a scary thing for people to commit to things <laughs> in any type of relationship you know so just be dps if that's what they want to do otherwise like i you know because i will be sorely disappointed when someone can't stick around for me because you know i like having someone that i can be in flow and sync with you know as a healer that we can like communicate properly on what needs to get done instead of like again you know having a pug healer tell me what to do even though it's just like i'm not the problem you know or whatever just like i like calling out cooldowns these guys you know a lot of pugs they don't like to call their cooldowns and stuff like that so you know when everybody decides to blow all their you know their healing tide totem and their trank and my divine all at the same time now we're sol because now we have no big cooldowns anymore which is why i call them out so you know um but yeah so just uh just still working with that we do have the pug tank paladin who he ended up coming up late the one day and um you know he said he was able to come wednesday but not thursday and that was fine but he showed up late wednesday but by then like i mean he was like an hour and a half late you know but Mm. but by then i was already i'm not gonna i can't really fetch anyone at this point like uh someone messaged me earlier today just saying that they're you know behind on messaging and stuff like that where i just go ahead and i'm like i scroll through on my list and i have four times 13 of people in constant chat always looking i always have to look and you know everybody's an adult i can't really waste my time like having to scroll down and be like hey you coming tonight hey you coming tonight to like every person who said that they had fun with us because that's been our whole thing for the last couple weeks that people had a really positive experience they had fun with us they thought it was great and they want to come back and so i'm like that's fine if you want to come back just come into voice chat on raid nights and i pin my message to everyone hey this is miri from ravencrest our raid nights is wednesday thursday 8 to 11 p.m cst and then i pin it in their in their pms because you can't lose it that way you know and tell me like i couldn't find it because i you know it's also in the discord but some people like stuff discords into different folders and they can't find it or whatever so if you're trying to find me or whatever i mean at least you can find it that way and or at least keep in contact that's the whole thing like you know because i know who i talk with you know what i mean like there are people i talk with you know every couple of days just to have a conversation outside of wow and that's how you keep the relationship going is by being in contact and doing stuff but other than that if you can't like it's just a pain that I have to like, you know, find the next 10 to 12 people that had so much fun that they forgot it was raid night. <laughs> so, you know, um, so hopefully we'll uh, have that all online and check and, and whatnot. But I'm hoping that we'll uh, go on strong because we had a couple people who did enjoy coming back to play and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll have slowly have a build a more solid team of people instead of me having to go throwing throwing dice into the wind and hoping for, you know, hey, I need I need the big dick damage help. 
Don't, don't throw things into the wind because it always blows back right at you and, and might hit you in the face or something. I know. I know. <laughs> never want to do that. No. <laughs> well, I guess of all the things you could throw, dice are probably less likely to blow back, but still. Yeah. They'll just come up as ones. I'll be like, oh, all right. I messed up. <laughs> Eric so, has to uh, throw them. <laughs> yeah. Eric, how, how are you enjoying the raid? How's that going? Uh, having a good time. Um, I'm once again, I'll reiterate, I absolutely love playing a warlock again, uh, instead of a death knight. I don't mind the death knight. I just have, I'm just enjoying not having to tank. It's so nice. Um, but yeah, Hey, remember we were talking about, we got Anduin close and we had talked last and we got him down, uh, this past week. Um, so we made some progress. We got past him and then we went to, is it pronounced Rigalon next? I think. Anyway, we yes. got him to one percent. We had a one percent wipe at the end of the night. It was uh, it was annoying, but I mean, we hadn't spent much time on him. It was kind of a thing where we got there, and there was only twenty minutes left to raid. We were like, oh, let's do some polls and was learn. Was it the Gammon poll? Yeah, actually, I think it was yeah. a half and half because we were talking about doing, uh, like, oh, somebody had made a comment or they'd asked, like, if there was something we do as like a like a rallying cry type of thing for as a as a guild or as a raid team or whatever. And it was like, oh, gammon. So I had like half of us gammoned and then we pulled and we got him to like 6% or something or 10%. And okay. then uh, and then we were so close, we decided to do another pull. And um, at this point, it was after raid time. So it so, was probably like 11.05. And the other half of the people uh, gammoned on that one and we got him to 1%. So what you're saying is if everybody had gammoned together, you would have won. Yeah. Our yeah. powers combined, we would have gotten them. <laughs> it was, well, because like, he, he, I think it was like 0.6 or 0.06%, but like, yeah. he, he died after we died, but it doesn't count because we died first, even though dots and stuff. So it was like, ah, oh, come on. But, you know. Yeah, it was, it was painfully close. You just needed that 100 to like feign death or mm-hmm. something just long enough to. Yeah. Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure that's the tick. I'm pretty sure we had a we had a wipe like that back in uh, Siege of Orgrimmar on Garrosh. I mean, that was a really long fight. So that was one of the most like, oh, yeah, painful, horrible wipes of all time. You fight that dude for like 11 minutes or whatever it was. It was probably even more than that. And then to die when like it would have taken one more dot of some <laughs> from a warlock or something. And that would have been it. Uh, but yeah, no. Well, it, gee, if if only you knew who the warlock was on the team that you could blame him, huh? I, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder who the heck. No. Um. So yeah. Anyway, we've been we made some progress. We had a lot of like race said we had a lot of different pugs with us in like past couple weeks. Um, and we've been pretty lucky. They were pretty good, for the most part. Uh, the the streamer guy that Ray was talking about. I love him. He's awesome. I hope he keeps coming <laughs> back. He's. <laughs> He's really funny. He's really funny. He keeps a light attitude going around and he's really talkative. It just kind of it just changes kind of the atmosphere sometimes when you get real serious as you're getting along or like people are just kind of oh, time to go to work kind of a thing. Um, but he's goofy and it kind of keeps a lighter attitude. It's fun. You know, that's like I mean, that's the thing is. I know, like when I would raid with you guys, I'd be very quiet. I wouldn't say like anything in the chat just because I. I always felt like, you know, like I was always like coming into your established group kind of thing. And I was still uh-huh. trying to figure out the dynamic there. Um, but like, yeah, it's like it's different on the show. So it's good that like you have a streamer who like, you know, like they're just used to being like, OK, like I have to carry the social energy here. Right. Is that's how a streamer works. And so they just bring that with them wherever they go. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. So, you know, when you've got, uh you know, when you've got a raid, you know, and especially you guys, you're focused on the raid. You know, it'd be different, I think, if the streamer was also like a raid leader. Uh-huh. where you know it's hard to raid lead and you know you know analyzing the you know what what's going on and calling all doing all the call outs right and maintaining the social energy at the same time like that's a lot of hats to be wearing all at once yeah it takes and a so, special kind of, it takes a special kind of person yeah and 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 so the fact that you you've got somebody there who they're, they're you know they're just like the social guy uh, you know they're just there to keep the energy level up um you know, or maybe that's not why they're there, but that's kind of the role that they fill, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's good to see somebody kind of slip in and, and play that role. That's that's I think that's something that can be understated, um, that guilds are so focused, you know, especially in light of how World First just went. You know, guilds are so focused on, 
you know, let's, you know, let, let, let's get this boss down. You know, you know, what's your DPS? Who can we bench that sometimes you forget about the social aspects mm -hmm. that, you know, it might be worth it for morale overall to bring a guy who's maybe DPS is maybe, you know, two or three K lower than somebody else just because that, you know, that guy's more fun. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't mean to sound like, you know, like he's, he's fun at the expense of his performance. Um, but overall, if, if the rest of the guild is enjoying the raid more and they're more likely to come back, maybe it takes you another week to down a given boss, you know, cause you get to rigel on at 1% at the end. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, nobody minds coming back that extra week because it was fun the whole time. Whereas if you're like, all right, you know, you, you know, even if you get through the raid quicker, if it was a slog the whole way, people are like, all right, we're done. And then we're just out. Like, you know, you yeah. get get better attention with that so mm -hmm. it's it, I, I think that that social aspect can be an important part of you know like raid team building really team building in general i mean it's one of those things that you need to you know watch when you're you know not just for raiding but you know when you're building like you know a team at work or mm -hmm. know, whatever you want to you know if you build a heist team to go rob a bank you want to make sure you got that guy there that keeps everybody's spirits up yeah um, you know it, it, it's 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 an important it's an important and often overlooked role, I think. Right. I mean, emotions and attitudes can be contagious in either direction. So if you have somebody who's who's fun and lighthearted and kind of keeps everybody, or it's at least it outwardly is positive, I think it helps. It helps bring everybody else up too, and that was nice. I mean, and it wasn't even like an exchange thing either, because he does he did good damage and he stayed he stayed competitive with everyone. Yeah, because he nice. tanked the first time. He tanked yep. the first day, and then he DPS the next day. Because he uh, ended up having some work stuff. Because I actually checked in with him because he said, you know, because like, you get one, I'm going to do the first time around and see. And then if you don't answer back the first time around, even if it's like, you know, then I'm like, all right, it's fine. We'll just find other people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but it was, yeah, he just came in and just kept the same attitude and mentality or whatever. It was just fun to talk with, you know, just kind of like sticking around and stuff like that. And I think the second that we had a different paladin tank and I think he also wants to come play, but again, it's just like, I mean, it, I won't know until they actually show up and go do the things. And this guy like ended up talking for a while, like till the I was ready to get off because I had come people people tell me that they were gonna come back after one of them saying I'm gonna make chicken nuggies, and then he abandoned me and never came back. <laughs> but that might have because it stayed up too like playing other games as well and fell asleep. <laughs> but I was like, I can't believe you left me with this rando pug guy, and he kept talking. Help, I need release. But, um, you know, it was still funny. And he came back the next night, I think, when uh, people got on the chat to do uh, time walking and whatnot. And then he came along and he tanked two sets of time walking characters. So, you know, it's fun. We did the thingies and, and it all worked out. So something about luck and things. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. This week we got to do double legendaries. And that oh, was good. Kinda, yeah, yeah, that was good. Um. I think help. some people it was more it was more beneficial than others because you have to, you're stuck with your covenant one, which I don't know. I think for all classes and different covenants and stuff, there's some that are better than others. But the one for me worked out okay. So covenant I think, are you again? Uh, I'm a dread. Or wait, what do we call him? Necrolord. Necrolord. Necro <laughs> I want to say dreadlord. Uh, Necrolord. Yeah, <laughs> for the demo warlock. So it basically makes they they give you that extra ability. Um, it's like called decimating bolt, and it buffs your incinerates. But this one buffs them even further. So now they all have a hundred percent chance to crit and they do extra damage. So, oh wow. So they basically hit like a chaos bolt, which is pretty close. And it's awesome. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if I can have one request, because I've been I haven't been playing too much. I'm still keeping up with the story a little bit. I still need to get flying. Um actually which you guys got flying, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. No tier though for me. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> But, uh, no, the, the one thing I've been doing is I've been doing the mission table a lot. And once again, I, I, I know there are add-ons out there and I need to find a good add-on. I think a few of the places like people wrote a lot of like re recommended add-ons for the mission table, like back in, uh, around like the launch of Shadowlands. And I haven't seen any like updated guides because a few of those add-ons like have since been, uh, either they weren't updated or, uh, subsequent patch changes have kind of rendered them useless. Are you using uh, so, Venture Plan and you have more than 20 followers and it's broken? No, but I think that's one of the ones I saw was broken was Venture Plan, right? Okay, that that can be fixed. With, you just have to edit a line in the registry, which is pinned in our uh, Discord Oh, on how to, to, how to edit that line. Does Venture Plan let you sort the, uh, the, the missions in different orders? 
Uh, I don't know, because all I do is look at what gives me XP, and then I put in the followers that need the big XP with the with, to get to, to the higher level. So I, I play in a different order. I just scroll through and right. look for XP, Soul Cinders, and then Augment Runes, and I just go down the list of what's See, most important to me. See, but this is where I need to be like, you know, like, just learn to code, Nick. Because, like, yeah, <laughs> like, you, you should be able to go in. Like, there should be an add-on, you know, where... You can go and, and sort the, 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 you know, like sort them by priority. Be like, okay, like give me th- these, show me these rewards at the top. Show me these rewards next. So you can just go through and kind of, you know, lay everything out there instead of having to scroll through. Like lately I've been I'm keeping like a little like notepad window next to me where I write down like the, all the missions and then I can go through and figure out which ones I, I want to allocate where. And it's, I mean, I get it all done, but it's, I'm, I'm just looking for a good add on for that. Uh, that'll let me kind of, you know, just allocate things a little bit quicker. The other thing too, is that I found. You know, we're what two years in a year and a half into Shadowlands now, and I just noticed that there's a little. Uh, it tells you a number like of your health and damage for yourself, your team, and for the opposing, uh, uh, for the opposing team, and so you can calc- you can do like a real quick back of the hand math where you divide their health by your damage and divide your health by their damage, and you see which number is greater to determine if you're likely to win or not. Um, which numbers? lower to determine if you're likely to win or not as far as who's going to, you know, DPS the other down quicker. Um, and I would, I would like an add on that just gave you those numbers because, uh, again, it's like an extra step to have to do that math. Um, but other than that, I've been enjoying the mission table. I've always enjoyed the mission table. It's nice and mindless in that regard. Um, except, and that's the problem is this part's not mindless. I have to think, I don't want to think I do the mission table. I just want to throw my guys around, hit send, and then come back like a day later. And then everybody should be good. So, <laughs> So you're just trying to find something that you can sort by, like. I I, I want to be able to just like I, I th- like you should be able to display the uh, the missions like like in like a by, by you should be able to sort them by like either I guess alphabetically by name if you wanted I don't know why you do that. Um, <laughs> you know the names of all the quests. Exactly. No, no. Who, who does that? But I'm just I'm just thinking like if it was like an email inbox, like what's the first thing sort by like you know. Uh, you know, the, I guess, time left on the mission, because I know they all expire at some point, uh, sort by, really sort by the rewards, sort by levels and rewards are really the two things you want to see. Like, show me all the, re- the missions for, available at level 49 so I can figure out who I'm sending my, you know, my, my three 49 guys and whatever scrubs I got, sending them on that mission. And then also, let me sort by the rewards, you know, sh- put all my anima rewards together so I can figure out which missions I'm using there, my reputation rewards, uh, you know, the, uh, the follower experience rewards. I really like those uh, those follower experience tokens where you can just, you know, throw like three to 10,000 experience at somebody to just, you know, boost them up. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's nice, but yeah, I, 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 it, it, I get, I get that like, you know, time is limited when you're developing a game. I get that you have to prioritize what you want to work on. Um, but this is now the fourth expansion with the mission table i mean we've had this for a while and we are consistently reliant upon add-ons to make the mission table experience a little bit better and i don't know if it's just that they need to get like uh you know like one of their better ui designers like to kind of like just take a crack at that and be like okay this is what we need to do here to overhaul that interface Um, and they just haven't because that person's usually working on other features or if you know you know they you know, I I hate to say like you know like uh, you know what well, you know why can't you give me this thing that I want because I know obviously they're they're balancing a larger scope of things as far as you know work you know the project management and whatnot but I just I just kind of look at that I'm like I I feel like this this there's room to improve here that if they wanted to take a look at that they could and of all the things that I would hope for that we see well I, I, even if they were going to do that I feel like on October not in October on on April nineteenth. They might mention, oh, yeah, there'll be a follower table or a mission table or whatever. They're not going to get into the nitty gritty on that because they even didn't really do that for, uh, you know, for Shadowlands or for, for the prior expansions. They just mentioned, yeah, and there'll be a mission table. And then, like, later on, we, we find all about it, um, you know, when we get to the PTR and we get to beta. So, you know, so I'm sure they'll mention, yeah, there'll be a mission table unless they because uh, the other problem I have with it. And I, I, I never occurred to me before, but I recently got into playing. Uh, the uh, was it Marvel Puzzle Quest or whatever the it's the free to play Marvel game where it's basically bejeweled. It's a match three. Oh yep, uh, I used to play that. Yeah, and three you know, so in there, 
yeah, I'm collecting all my Marvel heroes in there and everything, but it's got the the same thing where you know your your heroes have health, and then once they're damaged, you know they, you have to put them on the bench until they heal up. And I get for a free to play game, like oh yeah, you know that's that energy mechanic that you want to you know you don't want to let somebody who's free to play just play mindlessly. You want to give them incentive to buy more heroes, to buy more energy, you know whatever the case may be, to invest money in the system, and that's that's your incentive is that we're going to give you your heroes, we're going to let them get damaged. Now you're going to have to sit there for a while unless you want to buy health packs to bring them back in. Um, you know, that that's that's the economy. I get that. I don't understand why we have that in for the, you know, in wow for the mission table. Like it's it, there's no there's no option for me to go and I guess I can spend um anima to heal my people up except for the fact that anima is the currency for everything. So I have to decide, like, do I want to, you know, like, in, you know, upgrade this feature in my covenant, you know, sanctum versus, you know, throwing like a thousand anima at, you know, all my guys because I put them in a really tough fight that I shouldn't have. Or do I have to wait till tomorrow to just have everybody come back? Um, that feels like a feature too far. Like it, it's 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 punitive, but not in the same way. Whereas it's like, OK, like, you know, what? I have to decide, do I want to spend ten dollars or, you know, is Spider-Man sick for a day? Uh, you know, now it, it's. It's different. It, it's because the anima grind is much worse. I'd rather have. I'd. Ra- I, I. I'm okay throwing out the ten dollars because you know ten dollars is. You know, you know that that's 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 it's money. But I mean, it, that don't even fill up. But you know, I won't even buy like a gallon of gas at this point. It's just ten dollars. <laughs> but you know, the, the the that anima grind that's real. I I worked hours for that anima. You know, I'm very very protective of that, and so it's it it just seems like uh. uh it just seems like an extraneous mechanic. I would hope that, you know, they look at that and maybe they get rid of that going forward. Like I get, maybe you don't want people to just sit there constantly spamming the mission table, but then again, why make the add on the whole point or not the add on the, uh, the mobile app, like the whole fun thing about the mobile app is that you're supposed to be able to, you know, like I remember like, you know, uh, I think it was, uh, War- was warlords had the mobile app first where you could go and, and do your, your missions there. And I remember like, you know, getting the alerts on the phone and going through and, and ru- running through them. And I get, maybe you don't want people to run through them that quickly. But at the same time, like, you know, that feels, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying when I look and I'm like, oh, it's going to be like 11 hours for this guy. And that, that's my big, that's my big hitter. And it's going to be 11 hours. He's out of commission or I can spend like 900 anima to bring him back. And I'm like, uh, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the, the, the stress on that grind. So, uh, that, 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 those are the only things I would request is, is, you know, little updates to the mission table to make it a little more fun. If, if you got rid of, fix up the UI and get rid of that, uh, the health mechanic there, um, I, I'd be good to go. I'd, I'd be, I'd be all on that, uh, going forward. Ah, uh, so you don't like the health and having to figure out the other things because it, it takes too long. <laughs> I don't mind it, but like, if, like, uh, you know, I had a spreadsheet set up, and, but I have to go. And then every time I'm manually putting in the numbers and I'm like, there's a way, like, I know there's a way you can just get these numbers into a spreadsheet or into like, I have a spreadsheet in wow that just like, I, I you know, I shouldn't need to be doing data entry. Like, <laughs> it should just auto populate. So I have to, I don't know, I have to figure that out. Well, I don't know. Like next time I talk about this, thing, so I spent two weeks learning Lua and now I've got my own. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, that would sometimes, be if only. Sometimes the brain is faster than an add-on, like for those true. puzzle ones. <laughs> well, see, those are different. Those, those, I, I, I did finally get a chance to start actually digging into some of those puzzles, and I have been enjoying them. Um, the problem is, the problem that I had is I found one of the puzzles before I found the tutorial in Farim's cave. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, and there's like nine shapes with you know different features, and I'm clicking, and I'm like, what? <laughs> i'm like uh, i got three of them to go away and then i'm like i don't understand like, like i had to go- you know google it and then i was like oh okay like once i got the explanation i'm like okay great i'm like that's not super awesome that you had to google it to figure it out but okay he, at least he I, talks you know. to you on how to do the stuff as you're doing it through the tutorial or right or the one guy you know he he didn't know what to do so i just made him live stream and i just went in a chat with him and uh, verbally went over i'm like explaining how to do it and then i had him click on it. i was like okay now, why do you think those will work? And then just kind of like do that. And then it made more sense to him that way. Oh, so. well, that, well, that's my point is that I, I didn't get to the tutorial until after that. Like, so I, I, I finally solved the mission and then I went back to the cave and then Freem's like, here, try this puzzle. I'll walk you through it. I'm like, where were you like two hours ago? <laughs> where, why did you veer off the path? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's my fault. I should have stayed closer to what I was doing. 
But no, but especially too, I was all excited. I was like, oh, it's one of these puzzles. Oh, this is going to be super easy. And like, no, I was like, I, I'm good at Wordle. I'm sure I can do this. And like, no, it was not, not like that at all. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into the news. And um, well, the, I guess the big news is that patch 9.2.5 is on the PTR. Uh, tons of data mining coming out of that, um, which is, you know, standard for the uh you know standard for this time of year we got uh, lots of little cutscenes, some characters coming back no real clues as far as what may be coming in 10.0 um or at least none that i'm sure the clues are there we just haven't figured it out but we'll be like oh that's why they did this because they're setting this up and we have no idea but uh yes you know so there's there's a little bit of stuff there nothing too it's mostly just seems like there's little vignettes like little characters kind of interacting nothing like story-wise like major uh coming um, but mostly people are looking at the various features that are on the PTR. In particular, uh, the cross-faction group uh, got a, a, an early feature preview over on WoWhead. Um, so it, you know, it, it sounds pretty much like they described it, where uh, you'll be able to group up out, you know, you'll be able to group up cross-faction outside of an instance, but you won't really be able to interact outside of an instance. Like you won't be able, to, like, you know, like share amount or uh, I think even trade. Uh, and if you are in war mode. You'll be hostile or at the very least not friendly with each other. Uh, so you can still like beat each other up in war mode in your group. But once you get into the instance, then, you know, then everybody, it, then it's, you know, everybody's in the same group. Everybody's together. You can mount up and do all those things. So it, it'll, uh, it, you know, it seems like it'll work like that. So I am looking forward to that coming out. Um, but the, the other big thing uh, that I want to mention here is that they announced Shadowlands season four is coming. That. Um, you know, that season three started, uh, with 9.2 having hit and normally the, the seasons last, what, like six to eight months. And what they're doing for season four is they're going to change the mythic dungeons. And I think that actually they're going to, they're, they're going to bring in, actually, I think it said that they're going to bring in some mythic raids, I think for like, uh, was it like a raid or, a, or was it a raid or a dungeon from, uh, from, uh, I think warlords, legion, BFA. And then one from Shadowlands that people would be running. I thought uh, they were dungeons. Yeah, they were dungeons. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, somebody said raid somewhere. I was getting confused. But dungeons make sense. Yeah. So for the mythic, uh, the mythic plus um, dungeons, it'll they're gonna do bring in some older content, which is a nice change of pace after everybody like heavily running, you know, the the Shadowlands dungeons for now going on two years. You know, to keep one or two of them, but then also bring in a few of the older dungeons. And I think they're doing online polls. Uh, they're going to do some online polls to determine, I think, which two get the highest rating. And then uh, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll use that to uh, determine which, which dungeons you're going to see from those expansions. So that'll be interesting. I'm personally rooting for Grimrail Depot from Warlords <laughs> to make it in because I just want to see the, that on Mythic Plus. Um, oh, when, you know, with everybody, you know, Hunter's barraging down the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so that'll be interesting to see. But the main concern, the main reason I bring this up isn't because, I mean, the, the fact that they're adding in changes at the end of an expansion to keep content relevant, bring older content back to kind of freshen things up. That's great. That's a brilliant idea. They should have been doing that for a long time. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because here we are at the end of May, end of March, beginning of April, and we're being told now, well, I guess this patch is about a month in. So, so we're, we're about a month into season three. So we're looking at another five to seven months of season three and then another six to eight months after that of season four. And that roughly is our time frame for when the next expansion is coming. So we're looking at about a year ish. Um, at least at least. Yeah. At least. Eight, cause, wait, yeah. Eight, eight, seven plus eight is more than 12. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so how are you guys feeling? Um, you know, I, I know you guys are hyped. You know, Rigalons at one percent, um, and you know may, maybe it's good that you guys are like, oh hey, you know we'll beat them next week because that's one mm. more week, <laughs> one more week out of that year that you've got scheduled that you don't have to worry about. Uh, but how are you guys feeling if this patch and this, you know, I mean, we'll get nine point two point five at some point. You know, it'll bring in the cross faction rating that'll change some things up. You know, but. How are you feeling as far as if this is what it's going to be for another year, if that's what we're looking at before whatever the next expansion is ready, you know, when that comes out? <laughs> if this is going to be, if it's going to be a whole nother year of this raid, 
I'm really glad they're going to be bringing in other things to keep us entertained. Because like always, you know, when a raid first comes out, I like it until I've been doing it for like months and months. And then and then it gets really repetitive. I do remember um, I thought they also said they were going to be making all of the raids from this expansion relevant. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. that's right. So we we're going to be able to go back and do the other raids with the gear. I mean, from my understanding, the gear that drops out of those other raids would then be at the same eye level as the stuff that you're getting out of this current raid, which would be kind of cool to try and build like, um, you know, trinket sets and stuff like that from different raids. Um, oh, no, I <laughs> deleted all my uh, gems from Sanctum of Domination. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if the gems are gonna still yeah maybe, play. maybe not because you're not the only person to do that and yeah. so i think they, they might just you know scale the gear up and then account for that yeah maybe so because um but you have you're supposed to they only worked in the maw right supposedly so you, you wouldn't oh, be able yeah. to use them in another raid anyway unless they changed all that but yeah but anyway like i i think that's cool that they're going to be doing other things like that because if i had to just keep Killing Anduin every single week. This would start to get old. <laughs> okay. uh, how, how, how are you feeling from a, a guild leadership perspective, Ray? I mean, I'm always fine with doing whatever. I just like playing with people. It's what I stand by. As long as there's people to play with, it's just fun. I'm not really content. Like, I don't know. It's just like literally just sitting in voice chat and playing with people and doing the stuff, no matter what it is, is enjoyable to me. Because, you know, other than that, I'd rather do worky things instead of playing things if there's no one around to do the stuffies. So that's how it works for me. But, I mean, I think it's fun that we'll be able to revisit and do M-plus versions of other stuff, you know. Like, yeah, I'll see you again, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> and not blow up people as 13 puddles of sanguine drop on the ground and blow up our poor warrior. <laughs> mean for that to happen, but it just did. <laughs> that was sad but it happens but i don't know it's just it'll be fun i think you know and i think it's just um you know just the people that you play with right because you know i we have people who will sit there and like i can't tell if they like to complain to complain if they're joking about it or whatever and i just stop reading it i think because i'm like you just complain like i see it once and i see the pattern and you're just complaining i'm like okay i'm over your responses so i'll talk to you like a civil human being and not even try to explain or be like why are you here if you hate it so much and you know so some people just like to chat to chat about regardless of their stance with things and it's confusing for me because i won't ever understand that i think so i'm still you know it, it doesn't matter what expansion is i just like playing so it, it is fun though that they're putting more relevant things and to keep people around instead of other people having to complain about stuff so if it helps them be happy and then i'll be happy because then they want to play Mm -hmm. after a raid gets stale it gets really hard to keep a full raid team you know because you have lots of fireweather players that will just kind of stop playing until something new comes out so hopefully this might combat some of that the frightening thing about shadowlands is that we've already had like our you know almost like year-long you know content drought in the middle of the expansion right that we you know you know castle nathria kind of went on and on and on and on um and, and you know 9.1 couldn't come soon enough if ever and you know it, it's like you can't have two of those within the lifetime of one expansion and so i think to a degree they had accepted that okay well this is just what happens at the end of an expansion everybody's working on the next thing and this content is not going to get updated it's going to get old but everybody's going to be looking forward to the new thing and we'll have the ptr or the beta out there uh, you know, to kind of, you know, keep everybody's eyes on as far as what the new shininess is. And so, um, you know, if we have a year long raid at the end of the expansion, it's not ideal, but that's, you know, we, we can't really do anything about that. Um, you know, they, they would t often talk about uh, the uh, the Ruby Sanctum at the end of Wrath of the Lich King, where, you know, that that kind of kept things active a little bit, but it was they, they felt like those those development resources would have been better put at, you know, getting the Cataclysm stuff out, get, get that rate, you know, get that expansion out sooner. Uh, and now I think they might be looking and realizing, well, one, maybe there are other ways, you know, you don't need to develop fully new content. You just need to keep sort of, you have enough content in the game. You just kind of need to cycle stuff in and out to keep things fresh that, 
yeah, you know what, maybe, you know, even at this point, you know, we, if we've all spent, you know, a year, say, you know, you know, talking about like, uh, the Garrosh fight in, uh, Siege of Orgrimmar, like, could you imagine if you get to an end of expansion and like, okay, like we're going to make like, you know, three raids relevant and one of them is going to be Siege of Orgrimmar. Like at this point, you know, we haven't played that content in years. That would be refreshing. I mean, maybe you're not going to, you know, grind, grind, grind it out for three months, but maybe I'll take a few weeks on it. At least that'll give you something. And especially here, you know, you know, again, we were talk talking about mor morale earlier with respect to like the, you know, having the, the, the social guy, the streamer, as it were, you know, this is another way that you keep morale up is you keep everybody engaged and invested in having fun. Even if it's something they've done before years before, as long as it's kind of in a new context that, you know, even if they do that for two weeks and then they go back to doing the boring thing that they were bored of before, that'll they'll, you'll get at least another one or two weeks out of that before they get back to the same drudgery they had before. So, you know, these little little changes, little th little things go a long way towards keeping everybody happy and keeping everybody engaged. And that's how you get that's how you get the lifespan out of this game. That's how you get through a content drought. So, you know, kudos to Blizzard for kind of, you know, figuring out a way to do that. It'll be interesting to see you know, with this philosophy, what they're able to do in, you know, subsequent expansions when they know that there, there's going to be a, a significant delay. Cause I mean, I mean, that that's sort of, you know, the, you know, I, I think it's obvious that they didn't plan for the, the content cycle to, to, you know, the, the content schedule to come out the way that it did through Shadowlands. Like that got completely derailed and, you know, there were, there were gaps when there weren't supposed to be gaps. And in a way, if, if, if the, if they can then look at their end of expansion pattern and, and figure out a better way to, you know, transition from, you know, one expansion set to another, uh, you know, if, if that's what comes out of them having the, you know, the, the pandemic mess up their content schedule and, you know, there's some good in there um, because, you know, I would like to see, you know, imagine, you know, if, if we could get even, you know, even BFA's like release schedule wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't quite the 77 days that we had for Legion, uh, but in some ways the 77 days for Legion felt a bit like a forced march. Like, even if you weren't ready for it, it was coming. Like, you had to keep up. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, BFA, like, it took a little bit longer and there, there was a little more ease to it. But I don't think, I don't think any of the raids in BFA, like, you know, like, they, they maybe started to feel a little bit old. And maybe they're old for like a week or two. And then it's like, okay, here's a new thing coming. Like, you, it was never like, oh, like, when is the new thing coming? Like. They they were pretty good about right about the point you'd start to feel that way is when the new thing would come. Um, so if they could even get back to like a BFA schedule and maintain, you know, and, and then introduce these other features, you know, bringing old dungeons, old raids up to to snuff. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that because, I mean, theoretically, the, you know, the world we want to live in is one where there's no we don't notice the content drought. Even if there is one, even if we're waiting a year for an expansion between, you know, from last patch to expansion. Um, you know, there should, you know, to, to live in a world where you're not having to deal with that, uh, that would be fantastic. Cause I've always, I've always maintained that if you look at the number of days that world of Warcraft has existed, more of those days will fall like into a content drought than they will be like within like, say, I have to look at the actual number. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, but, like within a certain number of days of content being released, like either like two weeks before content is released or, you know, like two or three months from content being released. I feel like there's more time in the game that we spend in a content drought than actually enjoying new content. Um, and that's, that's just more of a, you know, that's just how it is. Cause they can't, you know, they can't give you new content every day. It's not, uh, it's just not feasible. So we'll see. We'll see how that all goes, but uh, it, it is a little bit concerning because I was very much on the, well, if they, you know, like they don't need to announce the expansion like a year out, like they can wait and take their time to announce it. But I guess they feel like, no, they need to announce the expansion a year out um, because I, I still want them to, you know, wait until like, OK, we're ready to go to beta. Now let's announce the expansion because we don't have any other, you know, it's, they don't have a BlizzCon to keep their schedule. They don't have, uh, you know, any scheduled event like they're they've they arbitrarily decided they looked at the calendar and said, mate. April 19th. That's when we're making that announcement. And so I'm assuming they have some good reason to do that. Like the beta is ready. Like, um, you know, that, that, that they're at a point where for them to not announce it is a detriment. And maybe they feel that way just from the general opinion of Shadowlands. But, um, 
no, I'd, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather they sit on it until it's like, okay, like, you know, we can't send out beta notices without announcing the expansion uh, because that's too crazy. Or we can't start, you know, having, you know, marketing deals with, you know, various companies because they're going to start leaking information, uh, you know, or, or putting merch on the store, you know, like, because that's going to get out. Um, you know, when they, when they start taking those kind of considerations and because they're so far along in the process rather than. Oh, hey, let's just announce it now and, you know, and then it'll be ready when it's ready because you, you don't need to you don't need to tease us with that, you know, cause, but it sounds like we're, we're going to get the expansion announcement a good year before um, it's ready to come out. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it could be I mean, if we're getting it in April and we're, we're looking at least at 15 months, uh, you know, so that would put it at like next July ish. So that's they have been kind of, you know, the. Other well, what Shadowlands got pushed back to November, but uh, we did have BFA and Legion both launched in August, so they they have been inching towards the summer launches. So we'll see, we'll see when this comes out. But this is this is the fun time when we start. I get my little spreadsheet out where I, I look at all the prior and expansions and try to figure out based on when they announce things for that when we can expect things here. So that's going to be completely messed up because the other thing too is that the Sylvanas book, as I said, that comes out any day now. Um, and normally I don't, I guess that doesn't really count as like the mid expansion book, although it feels like it should. Um, so we'll have to see. Cause like normally there's the, you know, they have that book that nor, they used to put books out in the middle of expansions like mists. You had the tides of war book at the beginning of the expansion. You had, there's a Vulgin book in the middle of the expansion and then you'd war crimes at the end of it. Uh, I know there was the, the storm rage book that came out that, that didn't like, that wasn't a, a mid, that wasn't like a bridge book. It was just kind of out during an expansion. Um, and then they kind of stopped that and I was like, oh no, we'll just put one book out every expansion and it's the one that leads into it. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it, it'll be interesting. To see. Maybe they'll put another book out. They'll have a year to announce it and put it out. And especially given that the Sylvanas book seems like that's going to be an epilogue to Shadowlands that the, you know, there's room for another book to be like, Hey. Well, you guys have been off in the Shadowlands. Here's what's been going on on Azeroth to set up whatever's going to be coming in 10.0. Uh, I would, uh, I'd, I'd hope that there'd be another book just because I, I, I like reading. I don't do it enough. Give me more books. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go ahead and, uh, oh, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on here into other news. Um, two other little bits of news. Uh, well, I guess one, as I said, there, uh, Wowhead posted an excerpt from the Sylvanas novel, so you can go check that out on Wowhead. Um, I don't know. People have been uh, apparently like Sylvanas is talking to Anduin and Anduin makes a comment about Varian and there have been arguments about whether or not that's true. What Anduin said about Varian. So you can, you can dive into that rabbit hole if you want. Um, we'll, we'll see how the book plays out. I feel like it's going to get mixed reception just because it involves Sylvanas. Everything of the Sylvanas <laughs> gets mixed reception because everybody, everybody wants what they want for her and nobody's going to be happy because it's not going to be what they want. True. Uh, but the other news is that Activision Blizzard called on shareholders to vote in favor of the Microsoft deal. Uh, so I don't think this is necessary. I feel like th like it, it's one of the situations where like the management still has enough shares that they can do what they want, but they want to get everybody to vote for it anyway to make things easier going through. Uh, I know also, I think, uh, was it uh, Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft? Uh, he said that, um, that Microsoft won't stand in the way of... Uh, you know, whatever happens with uh, Activision Blizzard and the unionization efforts out of Raven, uh, the Raven Q&A team, um, which I think they were le they're legally required to say, because since they're not, they're not actually, they don't own the company yet, even though they look for it, like they can't put their finger on the scale one way or another. They need to say like they're stepping back, but also too, it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we won't, we won't, you know, we'll let whatever, how this plays out, we'll let that play out, knowing full well that Activision is in a full court press to stop it from happening, uh, the unionization. So, of course, of course, they're fine with how it plays out. They know Activision's on, on this. So, we'll see. We'll see how all that goes. Uh, but let's go ahead now and let's look back at episode 108 uh, when we were uh, talking about garrisons. And uh, we had... Uh, we were talking about uh, guild participation was up at the time. Uh, you had a 19-person group running Heroic Antorus. Because uh, it was uh, the end of Legion, and Battle for Azeroth was coming imminently. This would have been in uh, May. So, yes, yeah, so this, was, this was May of 2018. Battle for Azeroth was coming in August. So, still a few months away, but I think people were starting to come back. We weren't quite at pre-patch yet. Um, but we were talking about there was a forum post that got everyone talking about a 50 million gold mount. Um, and then we got back to talking about garrisons again, revisiting that idea. 
because uh, again, people want player housing. So we talked a bit about player housing. Um, and then we talked about a forum post on level scaling in a war mode after a 110 rogue defeated a 119 rogue on the beta. Um, yeah, so, you know, PvP scaling, that's always been an issue. Uh, you know, it's, again, it's that old argument, you know, should your, how much should skill matter? How much should your gill matter? Or your, your, uh, your gear matter? Uh, then also uh, Blizzard announced they would be at Gamescom 2018. Uh, that's where we're expecting the H.1 would be announced, uh, which I think that was. I think that was what they did. Or no, no, it wasn't because uh, that was that was still before BFA launched. Uh, it was a little bit after that we got the 8.1 announcement. But uh, yeah, the plus 15 Mythic Dungeon achievement was still going to be in BFA, so the related artifact appearances would not, not be locked to Legion. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much what we talked about in Watalk 108. So uh, yeah, that was about uh, four years ago, May of 2018. So fun times, fun times. Um, all right. Do you guys have anything else to mention, or I think we're we're good here, right? Oh, you know what? We had left it off. Remember, you we didn't want to give me any spoilers because we hadn't I hadn't seen the end of the Anduin thing, and everybody was oh yeah, so conflicted right. about it. Yes. So as I understand it from watching it, the Lich King is no more. There's no more Arathos. He's he's completely gone. That was the last little shard of his soul that floated that out of correct. The, so he's gone. Yes. Okay, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Here's here's the thing about that. Is that one, yes. Like you you showed Arthas in the in the very first thing we saw for Shadowlands. Well, officially for Shadowlands, not counting the the, the announcement stuff. But the very first actual Shadowlands content that we got was the Uther cinematic. Mm-hmm. Uh the uh, Afterlives Uther, which featured Arthas. And so you don't put Arthas in there and you know it's it's Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's Arthas basically. Mm-hmm. That you know, you don't show Arthas at the beginning if you're not gonna pay him off in the end. So they had to pay him off somehow. And I get that they were like Arthas's story is done. We don't want to add to Arthas's story. We don't want to, you know, change any of that. So I get that part of it. Um but that said, it it like this the divide to me is that if you played Warcraft 3, if you played Wrath of the Lich King. You were primed for Arthas. You knew you wanted Arthas back just to see him for a moment even. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe if they had at least shown like instead of that little like, oh, it's, he's such small anima that he's he's flickering. If they had at least given you like maybe like his face in there. I mean, maybe like at least <laughs> some actual appearance of him. Like, yeah, that I, I think that might have mollified more people. I can see though then also why they wouldn't want to develop like a full like new Arthas anima model of like oh look at him standing there in his anima for a minute and then he's going to disappear if he's only going to show up for like five seconds I get that yeah but but I feel like they could have done a little bit more but that but the other side of that is if if you if you've come into WoW since Wrath of the Lich King if you're a Cata baby or a Mists baby or a BFA baby <laughs> you're looking at that kind of like well you know okay Arthas whatever <laughs> yeah. So you're fine with it. So, um, you, you know, it's, it, it's, again, it's one of those things where everybody has been, you know, you would, you'd say like, Oh, they, they'll bring Arthas back. Like everybody who had an opinion of Arthas, you know, has, you know, they, what they want, like Blizzard can't deliver on that. Everybody, you know, it's like, you know, some people are going to want Arthas coming back, riding invincible, like leading the charge against the jailer. Like, you know, like, Oh, look, I'm back. You know, and then other people, <laughs> like, you know, other people like, yeah, Arthas should just, you know, stay dead. So, um, you know, again, they can't really satisfy everyone. I, they, they, you know, they tried to walk a middle road. They could have done a little bit more to one side or another. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the only thing I'll say though is that we have killed aspects of Arthas's Arthas's soul. Uh, there was the Matthias Lerner thing under Ice Crown, where uh, the, you know he's the little boy part of Arthas's soul we deal with. If you play, uh, you know, if you did the Blades of the Fallen Prince uh, in Legion to get you go into the shards of I, of uh, I. Frostmourne, and there's remnants of Arthas's soul in there that you got to kill. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's like two or three other places like Arthas's soul, or, or you know, even uh, if you use uh, Blades of the Fallen Prince, like Arthas just shows up hanging out. Uh, you see little visions of him throughout the the the, the Broken Shore. Mm-hmm. He gives you a little power. That's like one of the powers of the, the blades. That, like Arthas talks to you. Um, I would not be surprised if two or three expansions from now. They're like, I got an idea to bring back Arthas. We, like, this would be cool if we could use Arthas. And we're like, go to the Frozen Throne. 
on the side of the frozen throne, stuck there by some gum, is like a little bit of Arthas's soul. <laughs> Go, you know, collect that, and then you know, here's a you know magic doohickey that you can put, you know, put in a little bit of soul. Boom, you get Arthas back. Um, so it's not like it's not like he's gone, gone. I mean, presumably he's you know this this is their statement like we're done telling stories with Arthas. But if they ever want to bring him back, I mean, what this is we the thing about WoW, you know, I, I compared it to pro wrestling last week. Mm-hmm. it's a soap opera it's a comic book what's the one complaint about soap operas and comic books that you know you always hear people complaining nobody ever dies <laughs> they always people come always back. come back you know like they'll kill they'll kill an actor off on a soap opera because they're having a problem with them behind the scenes and then like you know 10 years later five years two years later whatever they're like oh hey now you're back as your twin brother who you know was living in europe for 50 years or what you know like they, they come up with some reason to bring them back mm-hmm. and so they can do that you know, we, we, we've already, you know, they, we already, you know, got Gul'dan to come back. We had to go to an alternate dimension to bring him back. If they want Arthas back running around wrecking havoc, you know, causing trouble, mm-hmm. they'll find a way. So I, I'm not. I hope they do. He was my favorite villain. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably a little biased because I, I started playing at the very end of Burning Crusade. Whereas like, you know, I was so new, I didn't really understand anything. I was just like, hey, this is fun to hit buttons and hit stuff. But then when I really like became a wow player was through the wrath of the lich king expansion so maybe i'm a little biased but he was my he was my favorite villain so i'm hoping he's not gone forever if they find a cool way to bring him back that would be fine with me For, forever is a long time it is. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not saying he's coming back in 10.0 i'm not saying 10.0 the you know the quest for arthas but yeah. or the search for arthas right that was a was it the search for spock was the, the star trek movie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's what we needed. Uh, like Jaina, kind of like reaching out to Arthas, like as he as he fades away, and then she's like, "No, like uh, or no, then uh, you know, be like Jaina or something." <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, he's he's gone, but you know, he's he's he, as long as he's in our hearts, he's never truly gone. <laughs> he'll be with us wherever we go if i keep using blades of the fallen prince will i keep seeing him sadly no <laughs> Un- unless unless because you only get like four interactions with him and they're all in the broken shore so if you haven't gotten all four of them uh, mm. well one there's no point because he gives you artifact power so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right, right also um you know, like I mean, if you haven't got all four you can go and you know just want, uh, look up where they are and then he'll he'll appear and he, he just gives you that like you know ominous warnings or just has little things to say to you like nothing okay nothing super super significant i didn't i didn't wasn't sure if he just came a few times or if he just would randomly show up kind of like how the shadow priest weapon would like talk to you no oh i wish it was like the shadow priest weapon no because the 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 shadow priest weapon in that regard is much cooler no it's it's, yeah they're little four pre-planned okay okay that you, you want you I think it's they're in very specific locations. Like you go there, and he's just kind of standing there. He's just like, "Hey, artifact okay. power!" Like, All right, cool. <laughs> Here you go, artifact power. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, back in the early days when artifact power is a lot harder to come by, it's like mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you, Arthas. But yeah. So anyway, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. This has been episode number two hundred eight of Wow Talk. Thank you, everyone at home, for downloading, and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. And thank you to everyone hanging out in the chat room. Tonight we had about an alien gathering. We are at Wow Talk. Uh, wow Talk. I don't know why I'm struggling tonight. We are at Wow Talk MTV on Twitter. Also at the Mash Network. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also on YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Ray, where can people find uh, you? You can find me at Facebook with my name. And the URL there is be shown in Omiko, which is my Twitter handle. And for Discord with the pound sign 4932. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at my name and on Discord at Toretto pound sign 7645. And I am at BH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mesh Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin talking about Warcraft story and lore, where I've shared way, way many more theories about Arthas and how he could come back. So go check that out. And also over on uh, Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast where we're talking about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I believe this week we should be wrapping up mass effect 2 and maybe talking about paragon lost uh the mass effect anime that uh was was pretty interesting so uh go check that out 
Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord, and our next show recording is scheduled for April 11th, 2022 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. If we do need to change, we will let you know if we're going to be over at uh, the uh, twitch.tv slash wikibh like we are today. Email us with any questions or comments at wowtalk at mash.gg. Let us know if you were happy with Arthas or not. Let us know uh, your thoughts on another possible year-long content drought and uh, what Blizzard is doing to ameliorate that. Let us know. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where you can support this show by joining WoW Talk membership at $1.25 per episode or $2.50 per month, or you can provide general support for $2 per month. And for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can. Actually, don't because we're on the my WikiBH channel. Don't, don't subscribe to me. I, this is only our backup channel. <laughs> don't, don't subscribe right now. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link where you can get codes for Steam, Epic Game Store, Uplay, and more. Or check out our PayPal one-time donation link over to mtv.gg slash support. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mesh Those Buttons Network. For Ray and Harv who couldn't be here, and Eric, I'm Nick. Hold them accountable. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 